Hello, hello, hello. Hey, hey it's, it's working! working. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the first Queens in the City podcast. Woo-hoo. I'm here with, woohoo, I'm here with Sheree, Megan, and myself, Allison, and we are bringing a great show today to all of our followers. Hi, Mom! Hi, Mom! Oh, fuck! <laughs> great job, guys! Great job! That was the only thing that you said. I know. And we really messed it up. Is my woohoo throwing you all? <laughs> no, it's great. The, the excitement's just, just wonderful. Alright, so we're really excited uh, to bring to you our first show. Um, we are, have a lot of cool stuff to talk about today. First of all, we're going to go through a little bit of our name, Queens in the City. And then also a little bit about the Queen City itself, some cool history there. And then uh, secondly, we're going to, we thought, go big or go home for our first sort of main piece. So we decided to tackle the 2020 Olympics. A lot of interesting stuff is going on before the Olympics start in July. Uh, And after that, we, of course, have the topic on everyone's mind. Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. Or as I like to call it, Galentine's Day. Uh, That is your right. You can do that. (laughs) So we're going to talk a little about Valentine's Day, the history about Valentine's Day, some cool stuff going on in the Queen City for Valentine's Day, and some very interesting date stories that we have to share with you. Going to be interesting. That's right. So basically we are here to share real opinions and made-up facts. But before we get started with that, why don't we introduce ourselves so if anyone is listening that is not our mothers, you know who the heck we are. Before um, we introduce ourselves, I should warn everyone listening, um, this podcast may be a little explicit due to Sheree. Just Sheree. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. So um, with that said, Sheree, why don't you go first? Who are you, honey? Um, so yeah, my name's Sheree. I'm a self-proclaimed cat lady. I feel like anyone would give you that honor, but props. Um, and I'm really into Star Wars. It's pretty much those are my two my two vices. Yes. Yeah. I dig it. So you watch Star Wars with your cats is what you're telling us. That's most of your days. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds like Sheree. Yeah. yeah. That does sum it up pretty well. Okay. Um, so now <clears throat> we're gonna move on to Allison. Now, yeah, well, my name's Allison. Um, Spoiler I, alert. I know. Right? <laughs> So I grew up in, on the banks of the Queen City, on the Kentucky side. Um, can't say that I like to drive in Cincinnati. That's, uh, but <laughs> I don't think anyone does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to drive anywhere. But I was there today. <laughs> I was down at the banks on pie, at Pies and Pints, which had really good pizza, so it was pretty cool. Everyone loves pizza. They yeah. have the best food yeah. in that area. Yeah. So I've been around this area my whole life. I really love it. Um, I just got married last October to mm-hmm. my wonderful husband, who is also our IT support for all of this. <laughs> and producer. And producer. And, and ID man. Yes. Uh, yes. He is our support. He General our, support. Yeah. And, uh, and then also, I guess I have two really sweet fur babies, my dog Fang and my cat Minerva. And yes, those are Harry Potter references. Yes. So, big Harry Potter fan. Love it. Mm-hmm. They actually had a Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them themed wedding at the zoo. Yep. Yeah. It was awesome. Pretty it's fun. Pretty a lot of magical. Fantastic beasts. Mm-hmm. A lot of fantastic liquor. <laughs> that turned us all into beasts. Yeah, yes, yes. That's a great way to sum it up. So I guess that just leaves me. Um, I'm Megan. I am 25 years old and 72 months. Um, like Allison and Shree, I am also a River City girl. Born and raised. Um, I like going to concerts. 
I liked Bogarts better before they redid the bathroom. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I really did. Like when you had to hold the stall for the girl in front of you. It was just a better time, better community back then, but whatever. Everyone had to get politically correct on us. What else do I like? I like traveling. I love Disney World. If it weren't for that place, I don't know if I ever would have gotten engaged. Big, big slash married. Slash brought into the world a little tiny person. So way to go, Disney, and the drink around the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was uh, your uh, your tiny person was, was a product of Disney, I believe. Yes. 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 Let's start with the, before we get going, I guess um, people are probably wondering why we were inspired to use the name Queens in the City. So why don't we start there? Um, I guess to easily explain that, um, we'll just explain why Cincinnati is called the Queen City, because that essentially is what inspired our name, right? Yep. Yep. And and also in the course of this research, uh, we discovered that there are roughly 30 cities Named or nicknamed the Queen City. Some yes. of them that are actually named just Queen City. Didn't yes. find that out to the car right over here. And a, a, no a couple of them, there are a couple of the ones that are just nicknamed Queen City. It's because the city mm. itself was named after a queen. So that makes sense. But not... Cincinnati is not one of those cities. <laughs> but not the Queen City. Yes. <laughs> the one and only... Right, the one that matters. Yes. And I'm not sure, but it's like potentially one of the first few that received that name. Yeah. Because the one before that was Charlotte, right? Or did they get it at the same time? I think it was around the same time. And Charlotte, it's because it was named That's after a queen. a queen. I think Queen Charlotte was yeah. her name, yeah. I'm assuming. Props. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Cincinnati was given that name. It was actually given the name the Queen of the West because back in like the early 1800s, like 1820, Cincinnati was the West, if you can imagine. It was like the San Francisco of the 1820s. It was the original, the first San Francisco. Imagine the transportation we could have public transit-wise. Beyond we have one full subway? Yeah, our underground yes. subway tunnels. Yes, we could have <laughs> operating subway tunnels. Where all the goblins <laughs> <laughs> Yes. After Cincinnati was founded, like the first few decades following the founding of Cincinnati as a city, the city was just growing like crazy, lots of development, lots of economic opportunity. I mean, obviously, because it was a brand new town. And because of it, it was booming and growing so quickly, and the people were so happy because there was so much opportunity, um, people began to refer to Cincinnati as the Queen of the West, which later became to just be called the Queen City because we weren't the West anymore as time progressed. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cincinnatians are the first ones that started calling their city queens of the west so just some of that cincinnati pride that still lives on today yeah for a lot of people that are born and raised yeah porkopolis did not stick right <laughs> no. right yeah but we <clears throat> still love our sausage <laughs> <laughs> um but cincinnati is referred to in many pieces of writing from the 1800s as the queen of the west two of the most notable being um a piece from 1819 by Ed B. cook he actually wrote a piece that was really popular and featured in two different newspapers. And in that article, he references the city by saying, The city is indeed justly styled after the fair queen of the West, distinguished for order, enterprise, public spirit, and liberality. She stands the wonder of an admiring world. Liberality. San Francisco. I'm telling you. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think of what could have been if we had just stopped exploring. Yeah. 
we would be the same. Yeah, we would still. I'd be looking like J Lo. I just, I just love the distinguished for order, enterprise, public spirit, and liberality. I think the public spirit though definitely still lives on. I mean, look at how many people are still diehard Bengals fans. After all that shit. Dare I say it, Reds fans. No, I think Bengals are the worst part at this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. But they still keep rooting. They do. They're they're diehard, man. That's public spirit right there. Um, another notable piece of writing comes from Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. He wrote a poem in 1854 called Catawba Wine. This poem was meant to pay tribute to um, just several of the local wineries that existed throughout the city at that time. Um, <coughs> one of them being Nicholas Longworth. And I thought that was kind of interesting because it shows how long the Longworth name has been prominent in Cincinnati. Um, the last stanza of that poem actually reads, In the song of the vine, the greeting of mine, the winds and the birds shall deliver, to the queens of the west, in her garlands dressed, on the banks of the beautiful river. And beautiful river is capitalized, so they're definitely talking about the one and only. Right. The one and only Ohio River. <laughs> it probably wasn't nearly as filthy back then. I think that's when they still... I think people still, like, swim. That's when they still used it as beaches. Yeah. Now yeah. the creature of the Black Lagoon lives in it. Right. If we're lucky. If we're I don't lucky. even know if it could survive there. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess essentially you could just say that the name of our podcast was inspired by our pride of the Queen City itself. And here we are 200 years later. Just three girls that look at the world with wonder and admiration. And I have to add, when the city was dubbed the Queen City, the riverbanks were something for the town to be proud of. And being that the three of us are River City girls, we too have a strange sense of pride in that. So with that being said, that gives you a little insight to our inspiration for the names of our podcast and also some fun little facts about Cincinnati and why it is the Queen City. Yep, cool stuff. Speaking of being treated like royalty... Let's move on, I guess, from there to the 2020 Olympics. That's coming up. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. It is coming up in July. Big things coming down the pike. It's the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. They actually had the Olympics the last time there in 1964. Mm. So we're returning to the Tokyo Olympic stage. Or Tokyo's returning to the Olympic stage. So a lot of great things about the Olympics, right? It's always great to bring different parts of the world together in one place, you know, do a sense of national but holistic pride, yeah. uh, <clears throat> all that fun stuff. And the good part is a lot of the t- problems with the Rio de Janeiro Olympics, um, like the construction where it, they had to cobble everything together to meet deadlines and all that stuff, hopefully won't be a problem this time around because they already have some of the structures in place from mm. the 1964 Olympics. From the Olympic they had. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. So hopefully that won't be as much of a problem this time around. But that being said, uh, there's a lot of controversial stuff going on with the 2020 Olympics. (laughs) It actually all started with the bidding process, which I won't get too much into, but there's actually some... um, controversy and potential corruption with the bidding process where surprise surprise (laughs) yeah right corruption (laughs) with money tell me more (laughs) so uh someone gave money to someone who a company that had someone in it who was related to one of the people on the committee a guy knew a guy a guy knew a guy and he had a fat pocketbook yeah okay yeah exactly first big thing that people are talking about controversy any ideas um possibly about the nuclear stuff that's yes. the first thing that comes to mind yeah. yeah so happened in 2020 or 2011 in japan the tsunami and the earthquake 
Yes. Both of those things. Yes and yes. Tsunami and earthquake. Tsunami and uh, the earthquake and then the tsunami that the earthquake hit the um, Fukushima nuclear power plant, knocked out all power, including the all the generators, whatever they had in place. And there was a lot of contaminants released into the atmosphere. Up to 168 bombs worth of mm. contaminants. That's fucking crazy. Went into <laughs> the air around the nuclear power plant. The crazy thing when I was looking into this, actually, they didn't immediately evacuate the people that were in the surrounding towns of Fukushima. So you have natural disaster, which triggers natural disaster, and then essentially 168 nuclear bombs worth of nuclear radiation in the air seep out into the air mm-hmm. and they're not they're like, like let's hey. get these people they've been through enough <laughs> yeah the original reports okay. were like no you're safe and then everything's they were like, fine and they're like uh actually you're the closest people should probably evacuate then maybe these other towns should evacuate and then they kept on pushing out the evacuation zone so some of the because people, they're like oh we fucked up yeah <laughs> Yeah. Like the rest of the world is starting to yeah. do this. <laughs> we gotta get yeah. these people out of here. Yeah. So, uh, so a lot of problems all the way back then in 2011. Uh, so that big disaster. Oh, and I also forgot to mention: not only did the 168 bombs worth of contaminants get into the air, but if you add the contaminants that got into the air and the sea, it's up to like a thousand, like Hiroshima. Oh my uh, gosh. Like nuclear bombs. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So pretty. Pretty crazy stuff. And how can you clean that if it gets in the sea? I mean, you can't. Can't. It's there. Like, uh, you, yeah, it's not like you can. Right. Put a Brita filter. <laughs> right. Put a Brita filter. Anything, right. <laughs> Run the ocean through it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of controversy whether the area around Fukushima is still safe. Um, you know, they're actually starting the torch relay. I think 12 yeah. miles away from the Fukushima nuclear power plant. I'm sure that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so that's the controversy. So it's kind of a rabbit hole when we get down there looking at uh, the different sort of perspectives on it. Uh, you know, the EPA is saying, oh, everything's fine. Japan, of course, is saying, oh, everything's fine and dandy. Why wouldn't well, they're they? not going to say, come here and catch our poison. <laughs> yeah. Want some radiation? We I don't know some. why that's their accent, but that's just what came <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, get so, your poison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Japanese government, they're actually getting some of their data from these monitoring posts they have set up uh, that are run by the Japanese government, right? So, and they're put in these sites, uh, not the forest or anything like that, which is like 70% of the Fukushima area. They're put kind of out in the open, and they're at sites that have already been cleaned and that are apparently cleaned regularly. Yeah, so they can get the readings that they want, so they can release them to everybody else. Well, that's what some people are alleging, right? Yeah. And it's also reading the air and not necessarily any the of the soil. contaminants that have, that have settled to the ground. Yeah. So I do not claim myself an Olympic, uh, or an Olympic, a uh, <laughs> nuclear scientist. Or an Olympic scientist. Or an Olympic scientist either. <laughs> Is there such a thing as an Olympic scientist? Cause I'm, I'm sure there now. are. I'm sure there Sign are. Sign me up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's so the Greenpeace is actually alleging that there are still hot spots that are in the area that could be harmful. Well, to... I'm, I'm sure there are. Like, mm-hmm. what in your fucking right mind are you like? Everything's fine. Yeah, <laughs> and there are still actually uh, 23 countries and areas that have a ban on Japanese food or seafood. See, and, and that right there it. tells you you should be suspect of the safety of this. <laughs> well, that and South Korea is bringing their own food with their with their Olympians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not going to eat any of the food that they provide them. Right. Yeah, South Korea has the uh, the strictest import. Um, 
restrictions, I guess we would call them, on Japanese food. So they do not want it. <laughs> don't they have other They've got other stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, they've okay. got other stuff going on. So it's, I'm sure part of it's Could that. Have but then also, I'm curious yeah. to see, though, if any other athletes end up bringing their own food just I out of their own free will. I've, well, that, and I think that the number of countries who are doing this will increase before the Olympics start. You know me? I'd be bringing just, like, Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Raviolis, I, I guess. Mean, I don't, I don't think Olympians eat that, but they might. I mean, I you feel like Chef Wardy's pretty processed. Some MREs or something. <laughs> MREs, yeah. It might, it might be worse than the nuclear seafood. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I mean, we could just take some fish out of the Ohio River and that, yeah. eat those. I don't think those are going to be much safer. It sounds like no. they'd be safer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like it'd be safer to swim in the Ohio River than, than to eat that seafood. Yeah. <laughs> So, and I was looking into the different ways they're contaminating, they're um, decontaminating some of these areas. And some of the, so, so obviously the soil, I think you mentioned before, Megan, that it gets in the soil. So what are you going to do to a soil that's contaminated by nuclear waste? You just throw it away. I, well, apparently. <laughs> reduce, reuse, recycle? <laughs> I don't know. Well, apparently the Japanese government, uh, some of the soil, they actually put it in these uh, plastic bags. They look so they like garbage. I kind of. Well, <laughs> now where are they taking these bags so, after they put the soil in them? So, funny And story. are they replacing it with new soil? What's going on? Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but I do okay. know I, I saw several photos where they were storing these bags, and it's basically like they are like neatly piled in like a field. Neat piles of nuclear waste. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, they're neatly piled. They're like, uh, and some of them have like tarps over them. Oh my. Uh, but we they were. That's th- going to prevent anything. So happening. the contaminated soil is essentially on a camping trip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, so I don't know exactly what they're going to do to destroy it or burn. I don't know if you burn it. I don't know. I feel, I feel like, like if you burnt it, it, it that would release just release the exactly the fumes and gases into the atmosphere. I, and I'm not sure that that would eliminate it. I don't know the solution, but I do know that there were uh, people in the surrounding areas that live around there that actually reported that the bags were ripping open because no, their bags. weather happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, you got a bunch of dirt and plants in a bag. What's going to happen? Plants in a bag? You mean soil in a bag? Well, plants in a bag too, I guess. Plants in a bag. Plants in a bag. And trees and shit. Yeah, so trees are, there's actually plants growing out of the bags. Oh Want some gosh. nuclear trees? <laughs> yeah, so, and obviously, I guess these uh, types of bags they use are not uh, going to do anything against a tree growing through it, so. Um, I'd say no. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, so that was one of the things that kind of shocked me, a little shock value there. I was like, oh, I would not want to live next to that giant pile of and like, uh, bags. But Japan is totally, not the necessarily citizens, but the government's totally fine. Like, they're like, this is an appropriate way to handle this situation. Yeah, well, yeah. that, and they're getting all those readings from stuff that's, that's, not, even, that's not even affected anymore because they clean yeah. it so often. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, jury's out on that one. There's a lot of conflicting evidence. There's a lot of conflicting stuff, and... Again, I'm not a nuclear scientist, and I don't really personally want to go over and test it out myself. <laughs> no. Um, but, you know, it definitely sounds like be, there's a lot better ways that they could be handled yeah. in that situation. And <laughs> some of these effects aren't even from 2011, probably aren't even out yet because you, it's not like, you know, if you get nuclear, uh, right. nuclear yeah. radiation now, you might not get cancer for, for, 20, for 20 more years or right. something like that. So, um, so, yeah, so that is one of the biggest controversies oh of the Olympics. Next big problem. So it's taking place in July in Tokyo. Next big problem is the heat. 
the uh, high average for July in Tokyo is about 81 degrees Fahrenheit, obviously not Celsius or otherwise it would not be there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That'd be a real problem. <laughs> yeah, it can get as hot as about 92 degrees, but the real kicker is that the humidity there is high. It's like 77% is the average humidity for July. We know all about that around here. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So uh, think about uh, me personally, I don't even want to sit out in that heat. Like I don't even want to walk my car when it's humid like that. No, if I walked outside for a second, sure you would. I would literally look like a fucking swamp monster. Swamp monster. For those of you who have never seen Sheree in the summer, she is not exaggerating. She is not happy. No, turn to the literal fucking swamp monster. Anyway, so (laughs) so swamp monsters and sea creatures. (laughs) (laughs) So I would want to run a marathon in that heat or anywhere. <laughs> but the only thing I want to run is my refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. In that heat. So, uh, that being said, there's a lot of uh, concern around the athletes and partic- uh, participants and also the spectators that are coming and traveling in being in this kind of heat. Uh, so, they actually, the, the 26 mile marathon course, they use something called Perfect Cool on it, which is like these ceramic beads meant to reflect heat. But then scientists are showing that at eye level really doesn't make too much of a difference so i don't know i mean they can crawl the marathon they can crawl the 26 miles i guess (laughs) that would be cooler that would be that would be super cool to watch i would totally watch that (laughs) yes they could actually maybe get more you know sheree and i were just saying before we started um recording that we've always thought the winter olympics were more yeah the winter olympics are exciting to watch than the summer but if they were crawling (laughs) for 26.2 miles i would watch that I mean, so I would skip the Super Bowl to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to your point, so the reason they're having it in uh, July is actually that's a, a mandate, right? So they uh, only want the Olympics in between July and August because the last time they had it in September, uh, it was the 2000, I think, Sydney Olympics, and it was mm-hmm. the least watched games. So they're thinking that's coinciding with American TV schedule, what's around September, October. Football. Football, Football. yeah. So people aren't is tuned in to the Olympic Games. You know, last time they had it in Tokyo, they started in October. Yeah. So, that so was... So, it wasn't... The, it wasn't the weather not, was not an, as yeah. much of an effect on the athletes. Yeah. So, actually, there's uh, concerns about it in a lot of the elementary schools in Tokyo, because a lot, a lot of the tickets go to... I think about 70% go to the uh, Japanese citizens, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of them go to elementary schools in Tokyo, right? They're right there. Very cool thing to attend the Olympics. But a lot of the elementary schools with, like, you know, first, second, third graders... They are not bringing the kids. They have elected to decline the tickets or decline the invitation to go to the Olympics because they don't. I wouldn't want to sit with a bunch of six-year-olds in 90-degree heat. Oh, those <laughs> kids are going to melt as soon as they sit down. Yeah. I wouldn't want to sit in that heat to watch any sport, I, honestly. Yeah. Nah, I don't know what I would sit what it would have to be for I would if they, if they were crawling, I would sit there <laughs> and I would watch that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so that so that'll be very interesting. Some of the races are starting super early, like at dawn. Uh, they're doing different things to try to mitigate the heat. So we'll see how that kind of pans out. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I don't think they're going to have any luck with that, but we'll see. <laughs> I'm also curious to see if this helps the ratings switching it to July because I really don't think it will. Well, because yeah, the Americans don't have football in July. Yeah, but last year the Olympics were in the same same time frame. Last year, yeah. Last year. shit. <laughs> you know what I mean. The last time we had them. 
Not I last year. I don't think it'll help. I think we just have too many options now. Not to mention the summer is just fun, so you don't want to be inside because it's nice. Watching the fucking Olympics. They're not crawling, so I don't care. <laughs> right? And then not to mention we only have, like, what, 7,000 different streaming services now to watch hundreds of they thousands They put the Olympics on Disney+. Plus. Everybody's going to be watching That's it. That's true. That's true. true. Does, does, uh, does Disney on NBC? Not yet. Not yet. Not oh, yet. Well, by Olympics, they might. <laughs> they could. I don't know. They own Olympics everything else. On Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that pops up on there. I mean, well, but no, because a lot of people took advantage of the Disney Plus with Hulu offer for twelve ninety nine a month. This is not a paid advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> we just like but Hulu has NBC, so people that took advantage of that now have been yeah. yeah. So think of yeah, you can watch on Hulu. yeah. I don't know. I just know I'm not going to waste my free time in the summer to watch friggin' Olympics. I like the Olympics. Just, Michael Phelps swimming. I mean, not yeah. Anything. He watched the swimmers. I can't. Take I mean, have you seen the speedo series? <laughs> you don't look at the speedo. You just look at their butt. You don't. That's <laughs> their butts are in the speedo. Sure, <laughs> <Are they laughs> <in the> song. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. That'd be cool. The if only they did. man I would ever want to see in a speedo is Thor. So, oh my god. And I don't think he's competing. You never no. know. He could show up. Then I might watch. <laughs> There's a. So the Keep an eye on that Twitter. If the Olympic Committee is watching, hire Thor and make your marathoners crawl. And uh, make sure the swimmers have thongs and not speedos. No other swimmers, just Thor in the pool. I mean, he really doesn't even need a speedo. I don't care. And then everyone can be crawling around the pool. And I would watch. That's how you get my one view. They're sure to hire us now, guys. Yes. Great, great ideas. We've got other wonderful ideas if you want to give us a call. Uh, so now on kind of a more sad note, so another one of the, the problems with with all of the Olympic Games, anytime there's a big construction project, um, you're going to have issues with uh, workers. With a big deadline, there's going to be issues with workers, right? So it was Right, very, very, yes, work, 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 get it done, get it done. Yeah, so there's actually a very sad story about a 23-year-old man, a uh, Japanese man, who was in charge of quality control for materials used in the Olympic Stadium. Uh, he actually, uh, again, very sad, committed suicide after he logged uh, 190 hours of overtime in one month. Yeah. So that's about, so 190, uh, call it even 200, that's an extra, what? About five weeks. Five weeks of uh, work. Yeah, five an extra five weeks of forty hours. Yeah, that's work ins- week. that's fucking insane. So you're basically double at least doubling your normal work week. Yeah. How would you even function if you worked that many hours? In oh, not very well. Right. Yeah. I think the most sad. Well, obviously, aside from the suicide part, I guess the second most saddest thing about that story is like that that dude thought that he was just supposed to do that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Well, yeah, that he felt like he had that. to yeah. do that to work. Yeah, with that. it's the culture. It's the culture. Like, yeah, there's, a, there's culture. a big problem with that in Japanese culture, right? There's a lot of of expected of you with your career and your working. You know, it's and if that's the norm, you can't really. Com- who would you complain to about that? Right, right. And to your point, so there's some companies that actually kind of uh, encourage their workers not to log their overtime because there are restrictions on that doesn't always work yeah um or you know they just don't the workers themselves might not even care because they think they're doing what's right you know right they're so. making their employer happy and that's how they are mm-hmm. taught to think yeah I guess. pretty much yeah and the suicide note he actually left literally the, the quote from it was that he was physically and mentally pushed to the limit well i'm sure so i mean it just goes to show you yeah damn. i mean I mean, I couldn't do that. No, so, there's no, no, no. I can play when I work like a couple extra hours of overtime a yep. week. I'm like, oh man, this week has been rough. So I couldn't imagine doing twice 
that amount of work. Literally working two full-time jobs. Yeah, exactly. In a week. For the whole month is what he For did. The whole month, yeah. 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 It makes you wonder, like, how many other people is that happening to that are working to yeah. make the Olympics happen there? Because I'm sure it's not just him. Yeah, and to your point, there's also a lot of uh, migrant workers. Anytime there's a big project like this, a lot of yeah. migrant workers that come in that may not know Japanese or English somewhere. They might not be able to, you know, read or um, be informed about or understand the labor yeah. laws for, you know, that area. I mean, there's a good chance no one ever even, just no one even tried to explain it to them, you know? Yeah. And they can't really communicate with officials, right? If they don't, if they're not confident or they're... They don't speak the language. They don't speak the language, yeah. yeah. So, um, and that, that happens on a lot of different jobs. So it's not just it's the Olympics. Yeah. But, but it is a sad fact, you know. Even though we're so global and we're so centralized, there are still people that are marginalized in these kind of mm-hmm. jobs that are literally building our society. Yeah. Right. And the games for us, so... Yeah. And they're literally working themselves to death. Yeah, yeah. literally working themselves to death, yeah, so... For us to watch people... Run down the street. Crawl. <laughs> crawl. Or crawl. Or crawl. So on, on a very much lighter note, so so we're done with the problems, right? Uh, so, well, maybe not. Maybe uh. one last problem. So <laughs> <laughs> the Olympic Games are not only known for their gold, silver, and bronze medals. They have a history of the athletes scoring in a very different way. Ooh. Yeah. So the Olympian Village is known for its uh, salacious atmosphere, let's Just say. bunch of fucking... Uh, <laughs> We did promise explicit, right? Yes, we warned you. <laughs> we, were, we were warned. Uh, so yeah, so a lot of a uh, fucking relationships <laughs> that occur or blossom. It may not be relationships. No, I'm pretty sure they're probably not. Activities, some cardio, extra, extracurricular activities, extra cardio, some conditioning. Why don't you guys just say fucking? <laughs> what they're doing? <laughs> So, uh, so very funny. So, actually, in the 20, 2018 Winter Games in, I'm gonna, not going to say it right, Pyeongchang, South Korea, there were 110,000 uh, rubbers handed out. Condoms. Yeah. You know, like, the thing with Oprah where she's like, you get this, you get you this. You get a condom. You yeah. Get a condom. That's what I'm picturing. She's just, like, throwing fucking condoms everywhere. <laughs> I mean, so pretty much has to be that. It was, uh, it was, it was. Equaled out to about 37.6, I don't know how you would use that, condoms per athlete for the 60 <laughs> You'd have a condom. Yeah. I guess the athletes that were less attractive maybe got one less or something. <laughs> I don't know. But, so, uh, so to this point, uh, the for the Japanese 2020 Olympics, they actually are, for the first time, making their beds from renewable materials. Which is awesome. Very cool. Super yeah, very awesome. cool stuff. So basically, it's uh, the base of the bed is this super strong cardboard material that can so be recycled. So an IKEA lac table, <laughs> kind of. It okay. looks like an IKEA product. Let's okay. say it that way. So, and, and then the actual mattress itself is made out of some like plastic materials that can be recycled into plastic goods. Okay. So the whole thing's re- renewable. Yeah. Basically. Do you know what's not renewable? What? Well, I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing that the 110,000 condoms <laughs> are not. <laughs> <laughs> are not renew- I would not I mean, want those to be renewable. No, no, no. I'm fine with just throwing those and those go straight to the landfill. I'm fine with that. Those can go to the nuclear wasteland. <laughs> they, can, they can go to Fukushima. They can just toss yeah. them. Maybe in. they could use that to bag the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe they're more. Uh, yeah, maybe they're more safe. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Nine point nine percent. So to this point. 
the you might be thinking that all of these athletes might be a little concerned. They want their noble beds, but are they going to be able to hold up? Right, like during this, can uh, a muscular two muscular like athletic people? I can only imagine what they weigh because muscle weighs more than fat. Right? Is like is their cardboard bed going to be able to hold two of them? Well, because with thirty-seven point <laughs> six condom per athlete, that's two point three <laughs> condoms a day. <laughs> so, so never fear. The manufacturer of these beds actually made a public announcement, a PSA, over concerns about this. They tested these beds. I love that this was an official announcement. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know how they tested these beds. But they, um, these beds. they sat and watched two people fuck, and they're like, "All right, let's try to add a third one." <laughs> so. <laughs> They came out with this PSA that said that never fear, its beds will hold up to 400 pounds of human. Uh, oh, so human. Only, <laughs> <laughs> only humans. Only humans. So, uh, so they said that you will have no problem with you and your one partner, but you should probably not add a third. <laughs> or you know, fifteen. Or fifteen, I guess. <laughs> Spread those beds apart and just have a giant small. orgy circle, and then the official comes in and just fucking throws the condoms at you, and it's like half <laughs> at it. <laughs> Korea has, has feel like she's visualized this uh, very... I mean, I just... I don't know. What else would I've you do? i got to say, I am very curious about how they tested this. <laughs> I'm telling you, they were like, okay, let's try and put two people on here. All right, let's just try another third one. We don't know what they're going to be doing, so... What kind of shit they're into. They were very. They did not look like big beds. I gotta say. So I don't even know if three people would want to be in the one bed. If they were in the I mean, bed. we're all assuming a lot. Maybe they don't even want to use a bed. Uh, you know, they're athletes. They're they got a busy sixteen days. They just want to lay on the floor. They may. I don't. Maybe in a bathroom. I don't know. They've got a busy schedule to stick to. They can't keep going back to their bedroom. To fuck. <laughs> I mean, how many how many uh, competitions does one athlete really contend? In? They don't contend in that well, many. Well, it sounds like in regards to the condoms, that's a pretty hefty competition. Seven point six—that's a lot. They have, a, they have a race every year to see who can use the most. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so on that note, <laughs> that should be interesting to see that pan out as well. Right. Speaking of love making, I guess this is a good time to segue to the upcoming event that. Some of you may be thinking of, and some of you may not be, not which me. is Valentine's Day. Yeah, so I don't know how much you guys know about the history of Valentine's Day, um, but I did a little bit of research, and some of it's pretty interesting. So, I'm excited to hear about it, I guess. I'm say. excited to hear about it from Cherie, because... <laughs> <laughs> we all know I'm single and could give two fucks about all this, Cherie, so... even if you weren't single, I don't... I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. No, I wouldn't care at all. No, Before no. we go, do any of us care about Valentine's Day? Do you and Kathan do anything special, Allison? Um, I think last year, like, I forgot that Valentine's Day was happening that until, like, two days before. And then I'm like, oh, great, where well, you can't get in anywhere now. But, you know, I think you did actually make reservations. Like, props to Kate, I think you did actually make reservations. Didn't you guys somewhere. go to Coppins last year? Why no. do I know that? I that was for so. around Christmas time. Yeah. Yep. So props to Kathan. He actually does do good. He's much more of a romantic Kathan than I am. Does, yeah. So, so he he's and Clayton much better. are the same in that way. What, yeah. what did you and Clayton do? I don't remember. Because <laughs> it was not memorable. No. I'm not a Valentine's Day person. I mean, I mean, if I had picked, he probably made some. He probably made peasant pasta for me. That's cool. Because that's my favorite thing that he cooks. What's yeah. peasant pasta? You want? I'm not the cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Clayton. I know there's some spicy Italian sausages. That's cool. In it. <laughs> hey, that works. But yes, yeah, so for our listeners at home, that's the consensus. None of us really care about Valentine's Day. It's a made-up holiday. Flowers are stupid and they're a waste of money. They die. Yeah. 
I pretty it much just doesn't make sense. Give me the fifty dollars. I don't want the flowers. Clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I pretty much just give me food and wine. I do the same thing every year. So, what what do you do, Sure. Um, I sit at home and I watch Fight Club and I eat pizza. But this year, I think because um, Chick Fil A has the heart container with the chicken nuggets in it. I think I might do that instead. Because uh, you, you want the heart around on Valentine's No, Day. because I, I like the hater of love wants the heart container. Yeah, it's got fucking chicken. Do you know it. something cool that we did one year? We went to um, the Senate, but they had an enormous wait, so we put our names on the list, and then we went to the casino to wait, and that was a lot of fun, the casino. Hmm. My sister goes to the casino. It was insane, though. I'm sure. But me, no, I think this year, I don't know what we're going to do. I'm curious to check out the White Castle thing that we've all heard of. Oh, I'll be talking about that later. Excellent. Yeah. But okay. I think I'm most excited that there's so many Valentine's Day celebrations this year. I think that's what has me more excited for Valentine's the Valentine's Day is fucking awesome. Without further ado, Sheree, why don't you take us down a trip of history lane for Valentine's Day? All right. So as probably most of you, not us, since we, you know, we just talked about how much we hate it, a lot of people think of Valentine's Day as like love, dates, gifts, but the origins of the holiday of, like, candy and cupids and stuff is a little bit different than what we have come to know in Valentine's Day as today. So no really pinpoint has been made, like, where it really began. But you can start with, like, ancient Rome. They started with, like, festivals and stuff like that. Emperor Claudius may be responsible for the name of Valentine's Day because he executed two people named Valentine. Wow, what a coincidence. Right? How romantic. <laughs> and then they were honored by the Catholic Church with the celebration of St. Valentine's Day, which I thought was kind of weird. So so the men were executed, people... and then the Catholic Church was like, let's honor Because they were like martyrs. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's interesting. So two people died, and we were like, like here's a holiday, and then later on they were like, let's make it about love? Well, it was kind well, of already about... Not necessarily love, but it was already, I guess I'll say romantic. Kinda. In a sense, Shree would use a different word. It yeah. starts with an F. They fucked <laughs> <laughs> um, That's so, where the Romans started it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the men would sacrifice animals for the f- festival, and then they would whip women with the hides of the animals, and the women would literally line up to get hit w- with them, which I think is fucking insane. So S&M is not new. No, not at all. Okay. Not not according to this. I mean, shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, I thought they would make them have babies, right? Yeah. They thought, they they, thought they it was like a fertility, like a fertility thing. thing. Yeah. So they're all like really drunk and really fucking naked and just doing all kinds of weird shit. So okay. they had a matchmaking lottery where the guys would draw names of girls out of like a jar. So like swingers. Kind of, yeah. So, and they would be paired up for the rest of the festival doing it. Okay. Um. And if the match was right, they could be together long after that festival was over. Forever. Forever. Now, so by match was right, does that mean if they liked each other or if a baby resulted in it? I would say either. Okay. Okay. I mean, I feel like people back then, if they had kids with someone, they would just stay with them. Well, they're also having a lot of kids, right? Lots of fucking kids, yeah. Yeah. So as time went on, Valentine's Day became more romanticized by William Shakespeare, who started to write about it in his work. Of course. It all goes back to Shakespeare, doesn't (laughs) it? Right. Yeah. Shakespeare. He has to go and take some simple, honest, dirty fun (laughs) and turn it into a frickin' Hallmark 
But that's shit. pretty much what happened. So due to the popularity of it rising in Britain and around the rest of Europe, everybody started making like little handmade cards that they would give to people. Okay. So well, that's that, fun. Yeah, so that kind of started that whole giving I cards. Work, but I do. I, I am either. a greeting card fan. I, I do like the cards. I do keep all my cards. I do too. I, I like way past when I should probably. Yep. I yep. do too. Clayton and I, we always make handmade Valentine's Day cards for each other that say ridiculous things. Well, that, that makes it's sense. tradition. Yeah. I just think it's funny. <laughs> so eventually all of these new traditions made their way to the new world during the Industrial Revolution. Uh, this then led to factories just kicking out cards left and right. Right. You gotta and monopolize on that. Yeah. Since then, yeah, Valentine's Day has not been the same. Uh, the holiday today is like is big business. So according to the Greeting Card Association, an estimated 145 million Valentine's Day cards are sent each year, making Valentine's Day the second largest card sending holiday. I'm assuming the first is Christmas. Uh, yes, okay. would be correct. So women purchase approximately 85 percent of all the Valentines. That's surprising to me. I would not so really. No, it is though because I can't imagine a man. I can't think of any man that's like looking forward to receiving like that even expects a valentine's day card let alone looks forward to it yeah but you gotta think a lot of women give valentine's day cards to their friends their family yeah. and stuff like that so that i mean and are they factoring into it says women purchase are they factoring in like those stupid little valentine's day card box sets that you have to buy for your kids to hand out at school probably i would think so i would see women but like moms probably purchase yeah them. i was gonna say yeah. i would imagine that's mostly purchased by the mother yeah probably more with the yeah, so I would say that they're taking that into consideration, though the, it didn't say specifically whether or not that was the case. We need to see the details of the statistic. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, many others will break the bank buying expensive gifts, and others will celebrate sad. And for those of you that don't know, that's Single Awareness Day. Oh, I don't really go by that. I'm just like, who the well, fuck? Get, who the fuck cares? Did they really have to make Single Awareness? That's Day? what I'm saying. Why like, is that a sad, thing called sad? So we are aware that there are single people in the world. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, nope. And uh, so sad they just kind of dine alone and binge on chocolates they bought their own damn selves. Okay. I mean, it doesn't sound bad. It doesn't really sound sad to me. I no. Mean, it's not great I just hope that they're waiting until the 15th to buy their chocolate so it's at least on That's sale. That's a good point. They yeah. should make sad. Yeah. They should I make do that. Day. I buy my shit after Valentine's Day and I'm like, all the fucking chocolate. They should make sad the day after Valentine's Day so then they could buy the chocolate on discount already. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, new idea, marketing people out there. Your Some people will call our people. Yeah. We'll get, it. We'll, we'll get in touch. So, that's pretty much the history of Valentine's Day. Some people may even spend Valentine's Day like the ancient Romans did. Fucking and hitting people with animal skins. Leave <laughs> <laughs> the animals out of it. <laughs> that's what they did. So, I mean, I don't know what people are into. They could be into some weird shit. So, <laughs> now, since we kind of went over the history and stuff... Let's get into some of everybody's worst dating stories. Who wants to go first? Oh, yeah, I forgot we were talking about that. I think Megan wants to go first. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I have two, is that okay? Yeah. Is that bad? Yeah, no, the bad. more, the merrier. Yeah. The funnier, the better, too. I'll try to leave names out, because I don't want to be mean. Yeah, let's let's just leave names out. Let's yeah, see. I think that's best. I don't even know which one to touch on first. I guess the first one I'll talk about, it's a double date that I apparently went on. I th- was I 18 or 19? I think you must have been about 18. 18. I was roughly 18. I was there, so that's Allison was <laughs> Allison was on the double date. <laughs> I was. She was there. We were on a double date with two dudes. The only reason this one made the list is because, gosh, like three years ago we were talking, and she mentioned someone's name, and I said, oh, whatever happened to that dude? I never really knew him. And she said, yes, you did. 
And I said, no, I don't think we ever really hung out. And she said, you went on a date with him. And I said, no, I didn't do that. Like, I would remember that. And she said, no, you did. I know because it was a double date and I was with you. And so then she had to start explaining this date to me again. And honestly, I still don't know all the details of it. I know we went to the movies. The men picked the movie and it was horrible. We felt both of us fell asleep during the movie. Allison and I both, correct? It was. Uh, yes, we definitely both fell asleep during the movie. It was a movie about... Um, was it, wasn't it uh, climate uh, change? Yeah, it was a movie about climate change. It was the Al Gore one, wasn't it? It sounds right. What was the name of it? I don't know. The Un- Inconvenient Truth? Inconvenient Truth. That yeah, was yeah, way yeah. earlier, though. Are you sure? It could have been that. It was a terrible movie. <laughs> it was, that's I all that matters. It, clearly. I, I remember... And for some reason, after the both of us fell asleep, neither of the dudes got the hint that... This is not going well for you. <laughs> so, I, mean, I was having a great time. And this was at the out. Newport on the Levee, the AMC, is where we saw the film. So then afterwards, they were like, let's walk across the Purple People Bridge to this park. And then we just awkwardly, like, we got to the park and then we just stood there. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a plan after that. It was, uh, we maybe they wanted just, to keep us awake, I guess. We were <laughs> at the, the park. Position. <laughs> just standing at the park. Just mm-hmm. Eventually walked back. I think that was yeah. How long did you guys stand there? You remember, <laughs> girl? I don't even remember it happening. <laughs> I just feel like that's so weird to just walk across the bridge and just fucking stand there for twenty minutes and then be like, okay, well. Well, it's funny you say that because speaking of weird walks, <laughs> <laughs> my worst date that I remember. <laughs> also, a double date. I don't know what it is about me doing that. Well. They're not. They don't. There's go well safety for you. in numbers. That's why. No, yeah. that's very true. If you're yeah. going on a date with someone you don't know very well, a double date with someone you do know is not a bad idea. And on this double date, my companion, not the person I was on the date with, but the friend that was with me, was Nathan, who I'm sure you guys will hear from eventually yeah, on here. For sure. <laughs> this guy was so like. Well, honestly, the way we met him, I don't even know why I went on this date because he was just <laughs> interesting from the start. Yeah. I guess Cherie could tell that story of how we met him. Do you want to go into the backstory or no? I mean, we can. It does involve Nathan. I don't think he would mind. Okay. Right. So. Just keep it clean, Cherie. <sighs> Nothing bad happened. No, 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 no. Nothing bad happened. <laughs> no, no. Except you're probably going to be like, how are you guys not dead? Just probably somewhere we shouldn't have been. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so we're driving around in my car one day and we see this guy that we go to high school with. And Mind you, this is still when we were 18. Yeah. Except for Allison because she's a baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we go to high school with. Yeah, and not we... to make it better. <laughs> <laughs> I was under 18. Yeah. So we're, we see this guy we go to high school with walking down the street. And I don't know if it was, I don't think it was probably Nathan that yelled, hey, like whatever, do you need a ride or something? You know, because it happens. So I guess he did, because we were in high Because Allison yeah. and I never cared. It's like, <laughs> oh, there's Sansa, bye! <laughs> so we picked him up, and we're driving around, and my car starts acting up, so I pull into a parking lot. Oh, you're lot. missing the best part. No. Which part? Which part am I Let missing? me tell this part. Oh. <laughs> so we're driving past a local pizza joint. Pasquale's. <laughs> she doesn't know how to say it. Pasquale's. It's now called Fessler's. <laughs> and we see an attractive, a conventionally attractive man on the sidewalk with a, a couple other friends, I think. And so, of course, Nathan decides that he has to tell this man that he's attractive <laughs> by uh, leaning out the car and yelling. Yeah, I forgot him. about that part. <laughs> so then, I guess he startled the man. He startled him. <laughs> and so Nathan thought he didn't get the picture, so she drove around again. Yes. And, and so he stopped, and uh, Nathan's you know, yelling at him again, and all of a sudden Megan goes, wait, are you gay? And the guy goes... 
uh, no, I'm not. And she says, see, Nathan. <laughs> I remember that very clearly. <laughs> and so then I think we just drove off. And then meanwhile, the guy that we picked up earlier, turns just out a he friend, knows he, he was hiding in the back seat. Yeah. He was so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. And but I guess he like, peeked up and was like, oh my God, I think I know that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine them being in someone's car and then doing that to someone? <laughs> that you don't even hang out with regularly. Mind you, like just someone that you know yeah. from passing. Yeah. And then, them, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah. That, sorry, I had to put that no, in No, no, I totally forgot about that. So that's fine. Yeah. So we pull into a parking lot and the car is just like, I don't want to fucking work anymore. So we're like, what are we going to do? It did, did happen often. It did happen fair. often. Yeah. It wasn't like, it mean, wasn't like this was the instance. She yeah. never got oil changes and she always ran out of gas. I've learned since so. then, guys. So I'm just saying. She does get oil changes now. I can yeah, I do. That. Explains a lot. <laughs> so we're like, what are we going to do? So the guy that we picked up was like, well, I'll just call the text people. Text or call yeah, the people that we just area. saw. Like, I know them. So we'll just hang out with them and we're like okay well, and you have to remember though we're 18 so we're yeah. just like cool <laughs> yeah we're gonna hang out with these people and nathan's that like i bet they can nathan's yeah. like i bet they could be gay <laughs> so he doesn't give up he does not he doesn't know he does not at all so we're like waiting and then these two cars pull up and they're like okay so you have to split between cars and i'm like right they like aren't there to fix her car they're just like <laughs> we're getting ours. You up. Yeah, yeah we're picking you up and we're gonna go hang out at this guy's house we're meanwhile like, it's not like we were stranded we were at a mayor stop which is we were literally three blocks from our house yeah, yeah all of our houses <laughs> yeah, like yeah, about three yeah. blocks yeah it's not like we were stranded whatsoever no not at all this was not a desperate situation <laughs> Yeah, we split up in the car, so Nathan, Megan, and Allison leave me alone. <laughs> I don't remember this part. With uh, the guy we picked up, which is fine. Like, I, I talked to him, so, but it was still kind of weird. It's because Allison and I don't work well when we're separated in situations like Neither that. Neither do I. <laughs> you don't. I do not. <laughs> you are blunt enough that you uh, are fine. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're right. I mean, me and Megan literally sat there through the first half of a movie that we eventually fell asleep. <laughs> this is true. And then continued the date with them oh, yeah, being yeah, like, this is terrible. No, I want to go home. Been, like, bye. Yeah, yeah, we weren't at this point. Yeah, we, we, yeah. So anyway, go ahead, Cherie. So we end up at this guy. We go to this guy's house. Mind you, we know, we know one of them, right? No. No. At this point, no. At this point, not. no. Okay. We go to this guy's house. Besides and, the guy that, yeah. us group that yeah. we were with. There's three of these dudes that just, we go to some fucking random dude's house we don't even know. And these and dudes were like adults. Well, yeah, they're right. like over 21. Right. That's what I meant by adults. like, they don't have their lives together. Yeah. So we're all, and we're all lined up on this couch. And then the one guy comes in and was like, do you guys want a beer? And we're like, we don't like beer. And then. Because we're 18. <laughs> and then they just, and then like one person got the beer and just slowly passed it down the line. <laughs> Like just one beer, just, just one beer. No, we didn't get crazy. We literally all four of us together drank one, one like, beer light or something. I didn't. Take, I don't. Know. I faked my sips. I don't. I still don't like beer to this day. We're sharing this communal beer. The one guy comes to Megan and is like, "Hey, you want to see something in my room?" And she's like, "Okay." <laughs> Another like. Can't say no. Yeah. So, uh, so. Because we're at some random this house, we don't fucking know. And they are also our ride now. <laughs> yes. Also, we are no longer three blocks from our home. We, we are, are now, now, what, stranded. 20 minutes from our home? Yeah, we, we went from a situation where we weren't stranded, <laughs> got picked up by someone to help us, and then became stranded. This and, was before Uber. This was before And we had all told our parents that we were midnight bowling, so we could not call them for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> And we probably wouldn't have. Let's get real. Yeah, no. So I would have called Neem. Neem would have came. She would have been no. She would have been pissed. I would have called Heather. 
Yeah. Yeah. Heather wouldn't have said anything. She would have been like, I'm not going to tell your mom. She would have been like, give me a beer. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so, so Megan agrees to go in this guy's room to see this like object or whatever it is. I think it was a poster. Something ridiculous. So, so anyway, the guy's turned already. Megan points to me and she's mouthing something. I don't get it, right? I'm, I'm one fourth of a beer. (laughs) (laughs) So, so eventually she just grabs my arm and is like, you're coming with me. So the guy's already walking to his I've room, I've seen right? enough Lifetime, especially by that point. My mama raised me on Lifetime movies. I know better. It We're was- at some random man's house. She didn't raise that good. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Straight the numbers. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So meanwhile, we go into this room. Guy doesn't realize I'm there till he turns around, like very excited to have Megan alone in his room. <laughs> like we are standing in the room for five minutes, and he does not notice Allison is there. So finally, he like looks at me, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, "I was interested in this poster you were talking about. I don't know what it was. I was like, I was just interested. I don't know. I think we should go back in the living room, Megan." <laughs> said yes. <laughs> so that's how Megan met this guy. And then she then agreed to go out on a date with it. I don't know why. That one I can't explain. I, I don't really, really don't know, know why. why. Yeah. No so clue. that's how we met this guy. It was just someone new, and that was exciting. Until the date he took you on. Right. So then we're on this date. Okay, Nathan is there with me on the double date. Anyone that knows Nathan, he's the worst person to be in that situation with. Because <laughs> if everything goes to shit and catches on fire, he's just going to look at you and be like, you did that to yourself, and then leave your ass. Because <laughs> that's Nathan. <laughs> and he'll laugh on the way out. Yeah, for sure. So this guy kept... Leading up to the date, he kept sending messages like, I can't wait for our date. I have something so special, so planned. It's going to blow your mind. It's a part of Cincinnati no one's seen before. Everyone in Cincinnati needs to experience this. It's the best date for anyone that's from Cincinnati. So I'm like, well, this sounds cool. No. (laughs) (laughs) So we go downtown. We park downtown. And then we continue, like, from downtown. He's like, okay, we've got to walk to get to the date, is what he calls it. I said, okay, that's fine. Could you not park there? Or did you purposefully want to walk? I'm sure you could have parked there. Okay. It's <coughs> probably expensive, right? So, yeah. I mean, we're I mean, younger than... It costs money to park downtown. Yeah. We proceeded to walk an hour and a half, which is why I say I'm assuming there's closer parking. <laughs> an hour and a half to get to a statue. <laughs> That's the date. That's it. There's a statue, and it's of Taft, so we get to the statue... Then he wants to, not only am I like, why did I just have to walk this far to see this thing? Then he wants to stop and talk for 30 minutes to explain why this statue is special and give me a history of Taft (laughs) and who he was as a person. So So I'm just sitting there and I'm just thinking like, why is Nathan not saying anything? Because I know if I made Nathan, if it was just me and Nathan, he'd be telling me a lot of things that he thinks about this. So I look over my shoulder to look at Nathan to see the face he's making. He and his date are across the friggin' street on a playground <laughs> playing on the monkey bars. I'm not even making this up. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. They just left your ass. So then we start our walk. Because my date didn't want to play on the playground. He just want to look at a goddamn statue. Right. So then we turn around to walk back to the car. By the time we get back downtown, I'm thirsty. I'm parched. There's a Starbucks. I'm like, well, we could get Starbucks. So we go to Starbucks. And as soon as we get in the door, he says, well, you're going to have to pay for yourself. I didn't bring any money. <laughs> so that was literally the date. <laughs> and that's my worst date that I remember. Yeah. Okay. You want to go next? Yeah. I've got I think the... that'd be appropriate. 
<clears throat> I mean, the one date Megan already kind of explained. I that. feel like that blind date was not good for her either. <laughs> but she did. No, it was one of those dates like you're really excited about. Like it's someone that you like wanted to go on and like had a crush on or whatever. And then you get there and you fall asleep. Well, yeah, because hers was like he was at least attractive. The yeah. guy that she was on the date with. I don't remember if mine was, honestly. I don't remember what he looked like. It was okay. I can literally show you a picture right now. That's not. That's creepy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. So, <clears throat> worst date ever. So, I don't think either any of you have, maybe you guys have heard this story. It was not a double date. Neither of you were there. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Allison never takes us on her dating adventures, except for when she first meets the guy to make sure she doesn't get killed. Well, I mean, now she's married, so. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, but I literally can't even remember his name. This is like before me and Kathan got together, which has been like eight, nine years ago at this point. So uh, this guy was a real winner, let's say. He lived with his mom, uh, but he thought he was a musician. But I don't think he knew how to I... play guitar. So he actually invited me on a date to see the last Harry Potter movie. Mm. I was very excited about this date, to say the least. Most of all, you were, don't lie, you Harry were just Potter. excited to see Harry Potter. I was mostly excited to see Harry Potter. Yeah. I remember I walk into the guy's house, and he's not ready. And <laughs> so I met his mom. That's so his awkward. mom was watching this show. Remember the show Switched to Birth? Yes. Yeah. So she was watching that. So cue me, I just met this lady sitting there for like 30 minutes watching like Switch to Birth, which I'd never seen before. Uh, nice lady. She never got to the show. So that's how the date started, right? And then he's like, oh, okay, well, um, let's go ahead and head to the movies. And I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to take your car, right? He said he had a car. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I can borrow my uncle's car. My car is in the shop. One of those guys. Yeah. Don't you just hate that? There are so many guys that do that, pretend they have a car, and then they they actually don't. They're just always using was, other people's and trying to still. They still some of them will still try to hold up the lie though and pass those cars off as their own. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, oh, so you have seven cars? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Well, it wasn't a very nice Liars. car that he had borrowed. So I think he yeah. said he had a much nicer car. And didn't, I'm sure he did. Yeah, he was full of a lot of those stories. So anyway, so we drive in the car. The car doesn't sound great on the way there, um, but we do make it there, and I get to watch my Harry Potter movie and. Unbeknownst to me, I treated us both to the Harry Potter movie. Because <laughs> that's, that's them car guys. They always do, they don't have the car. They pretend they have a car. Then you get there, and guess what? You have to pay. Which, no. which I felt like he could have at least said before we got to the movie. Yeah. Right. Maybe I could. What if I, I said, don't mind to pay, but have, like. What if I said I don't have enough money for one ticket? Right. At least make it known that this is the order it's going to be. And then also, to me, I just the guys that are like that and expect that every time. Be respectful. At least pretend to offer to pay. Yeah. Because uh, I'm always going to offer to pay for myself, but at least offer. Be polite. Well, and it's not that I expect guys to take, take you on That's pay my for the thing, date all yeah. the time, but he invited me on the date. Yeah. So I right. Was thinking, assuming that he was paying for the movie, and it was, you know, movie tickets on we were going out to dinner. Yeah. Anyway, right. so I got to see the Harry Potter movie, which was really cool, except I don't think he knew anything about Harry Potter, so he was not as excited. Anyway, so so we see the movie. Don't fall asleep during that movie. <laughs> get, get back in the car, and there was a lot of country roads on the way from his car to the movie theater because he took a back way that he said it was faster. And so it usually the, is. The car. I, I, that's the only thing I'm agreeing with this guy on. Okay. Well, <laughs> so the car, the, the car sounds, the sounds of the car are not getting any better. <laughs> So mm. we're on this country road, and the car is giving out. Great. <laughs> I look over. The gas gauge is below empty. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. He ran out of gas. Luckily, we were uphill, and we managed to make it almost to UDF that was in the middle of nowhere. 
So meanwhile, uh, so then we have to get out of the car, walk to the UDF, but we don't have anything to put the gas in. Were you wearing heels? Of course I you do know. Yeah, yeah. Of course I was so wearing, you're heels. wearing heels. I'm just picturing her walking through dirt because back roads, that's dirt then. Now you're walking it through dirt. It wasn't dirt, dirt, but there was no sidewalk. In heels. That way. In heels, no street yeah. lights. Yep. Did you have to pay for the gas? Well, he didn't have any money. Yeah. So the other thing was he tried. So he was like really frustrated at this point, And I could tell he had some like anger problems because he was way mad. I guess I would have been mad too. But anyway, yeah. he's freaking out at this point. So you then he goes cool, in. Though. It's a first date. And he goes in and asks the lady at UDF for like a receptacle to put the gasoline in. Like, I don't know what he was thinking. Like a. Like a, did he think they were going to give him a cup? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he thought. Put like gas a funnel or something like that. Uh, like, like one of those, like, paper funnels or yeah. something like that. So the guy, then she's like, no, like, one, that's not going to work. And two, like, I'm, I'm not facilitating that. Like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Three, our business is literally selling gas. Like, buy the canister. That's yeah, how we make our gas canisters. So the guy freaks out on this lady, right? And, like, I worked in customer service for a long time, and I cannot stand that. So he's starting to blame her and stuff like that. And so eventually he just like runs it, like walks outside and slams the door. So I'm like, I'm so sorry. Uh, where are the gas cans at? <laughs> so I buy the gas can, buy the gas, Jesus. walk back to the car. And it does work after that. And Thank I God. do get back to my car. Uh, it was a very silent ride. Back oh, I'm to sure. The car. And that was the uh, last date I went on. That had been That's the most good. awkward walk back to the car. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was. Uh, he had some issues, some anger issues. So that was that was pretty bad. Yeah, he set yeah. the bar pretty low. That's worse oh, yeah. than the statue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was also the guy that that also told me at once. Uh, I was like, I had i think i was in the, i wasn't hiking at some point in my life that's yes. hard to that's hard to imagine with me but i was in a it hiking. was another person that played guitar there. yeah i remember this too. yeah I, knew, so, I could write a history of her life for some reason <laughs> I don't know. so i wasn't a hiking at some point so i had lost some weight and this was also the guy that told me like oh i look back through your facebook photos you're right you were pudgy what the <gasps> fuck yeah <laughs> um and for anyone that knows allison's never been pudgy in her life so <laughs> <laughs> I would have stabbed that motherfucker. And this is before I went out on the date, so clearly. So he said, "Yeah, you pudgy," and you said, "Oh, oh let me go on a date with you." Yes. That makes as much sense as me going with the freaking come see my well, poster. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, clearly not. Clearly, there were red flags that I could have. I could have. I think he was also the one that said he was in music production or something. I don't know. Oh, anyway. I'm sure he was. Anyway, but that's how we learn our life lessons and end up with. The life that we have now, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't know anything about that. About life lessons? I don't know. I'm just making up shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that brings us to you, Shabazz. That's, that's the real opinions and made up facts part of the program. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really haven't gone on that many dates, so I don't, like, I have a bad one, but it's not, like, super bad. Well, if that we didn't say how many dates or anything. We said the worst date that you have been on. Okay, so... I really wanted to see The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug, or Smaug, however you say it. Um, and I'd been talking to this guy, and he's like, okay, we'll go see it. I'm like, all right, whatever. So we get there. We run into our friend. I run into our friend Nick and his girlfriend. So did you end up making it into a double date? No, 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 oh. no. They were seeing something else. I don't think Nick's into that stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we, like, ran into him, and you could tell, like, it was super, super fucking awkward. Guy didn't know what to say, and Nick, you know how Nick is, Nick's friendly. Very sociable, yeah. charismatic, and good dude. So that was weird, and then we get up there. So like, Nick was like, 
hi, nice to meet you. My name is Mick. And then he Mick. just kind of, and the guy was just like, hey. I mean, he was like, he was like, hi, my name is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, oh, we're just going to come see The Hobbit. And he's like, oh, that's cool. They were seeing something else. So like, we get upstairs. This, mind you, after we talked to Nick, we did not talk to each other the entire rest of the time we were there. So from the time There's before nothing? the nothing. So from the time the movie, not movies, like oh, where did you know him from, or like oh, I'm he didn't even ask. He did not ask at all. So I was like, okay, so this is gonna be fun. I just want to see the fucking Hobbit. So at this point, <coughs> I don't care. And <laughs> so, for, so from the time we left Nick and we're going up and we not saying a word. We go to the concession. Don't say anything. We order. He us. didn't even say like, oh, do you want to get anything? No. He just like went and got in line. Pretty much. Okay. So, sit through the movie and all that stuff. Who picked the seat? I'm just picturing this. Like, I well, guess it I was talk be- too much. Well, it was before <laughs> you could go to the movie theater and, like, pick your own seats. So, you just kind of took whatever seats were That's available. That's what I'm saying. Like, wherever. when you went in the theater, who was like, let's sit here. Oh, it was me because I'm really weird about where I sit when I go to the movie theater. Oh, so you just went in and started walking. Pretty much. Walk. And I was like, hey, we're going to sit up here. And he's like, Oh, okay. so you were speaking to him and he just wasn't replying. Pretty much. And that makes it weird. That's <laughs> worse. Yeah. Honest. So, we watch the movie and stuff, and then we're, like, leaving. Still not saying nothing. So, like, we get downstairs, and I we drove separately. So, he, like, tried to hug me, and I was just like, no. Like, I just was like, hey. You rejected his hug? He didn't fucking talk to me, like, the entire time. See, that's the thing, especially for our so listeners. So, had you met To go him? see a movie such as The Hobbit with Cherie, and then not speak to her after the film about the film... <laughs> Yeah, you would think you would. That's have like one to of say. the biggest sins that you could commit towards her. So did he? Buy you were your dead ticket, to her at that though? point. He did do that, so he did buy the ticket, which I was cool with. But I would have paid so for it myself too. So he's a batten above my date. Then. Yeah, he is batten above. The yeah, date. so so he didn't deserve a hug. Well, and it's like, what's the worst <laughs> of these evils? The guy that didn't talk at all to, during the date, or the guy that had the temper tantrum and freaked out at you during the date? Which one is worse? I mean, obviously, Allison sounds a lot worse. Allison's is is worse, by far, but me just being a person that likes to talk about movies and stuff like that. Especially a movie like that, yeah. Where they're not, not, like, going to engage in any type of conversation about it afterwards. You're like, like, why did we even see this? Yeah, so, yeah, he wanted to hug me, and I was like, no. So, I was like, I'm going to go home now, and then didn't talk to him since then. So, yeah, that was... He never spoke to you again after the date? No. The awkward thing is, though, is that That's he did, I don't know if he still does, but he did work at, like, a shoe store in the Kenwood Mall, so sometimes when I'd go there, I'd see him, and then it was weird. I mean, I don't know what you have to feel weird about. He's not going to say anything to <laughs> Oh, is this true? He didn't talk before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like he's going to talk now, so, yeah. That's strange. He never even texted to say, like, did you make it home okay? No. I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he was, he was full of words. We all know he was full of all kinds of words. Well, some people, thanks to... The world of technology. There are some people in our age group that, when they're in person, they're just too afraid, like too shy or nervous to speak. But then when they go home, like they're chatting up a storm. Well, I mean, text. I just I don't know. For me, I'm like I'm. Can I didn't know if he was like one of those. Like he got home and he was texting no, me like, hey, like no. that movie was jammed. It didn't say anything. The movie was. And he that was, movie was jammed, and I was like, fuck you. Yeah. Man. That movie, <laughs> you don't say a movie was fucking jam. Like, <laughs> like that would not get him a hug at all. Like, there's chances of a hug or less after he says that movie was the jam. Yeah, like, no, that's not what I want to hear. I'm going to say that to you anytime. Oh, I'm my God. Movie so. Did you see Captain Marvel? That movie was jam. Oh, my God. I'm going to get me started on that shit. That concludes our uh, That's our stories. worst dates. Yeah. yeah. You guys were a lot worse so, than mine. 
in the spirit of dating with and with Valentine's Day coming up, that means a lot of people listening. Well, if anyone's listening. Our moms. And our moms aren't going to go out on Valentine's Day. They might. You never know. I don't know. They might. I think my mom will. My mom might go to the casino. She does that sometimes. Yeah. But anywho, for any of you, if you are planning dates for Valentine's Day, here are some cool ideas. And they're not statues. None of these None are None of them involve a statue. None if you end up with someone that makes you pay, <laughs> runs out of gas, and then has a tantrum and a gas lady, that's on you. <laughs> and if you end up with someone that takes you to a movie and doesn't talk to you for the rest of your life for some reason. Maybe also, it was just me. Also on you, or that one sounds like it's more on that person because that guy sounds weird. Yeah, yeah. Like he had something going on. Yeah. <laughs> so here are some uh, better ideas for Valentine's. Yeah, Day. yeah. So we're gonna start with Valentine's Day. Woohoo! So for those of you that don't know what Valentine's Day is, I am pulling a quote from good old Leslie Nope. No better expert no. on Valentine's no. Day than Leslie Nope. So I'm gonna try my best Leslie Nope voice. We'll see how this goes. It's only the best day of the year. Every February 13th, my lady friends and I leave our husbands and boyfriends at home, and we just come and kick it breakfast style. Yeah. Ladies celebrating ladies. It's like Loath Fair, minus the angst. Yes. Get if you don't watch Parks and Rec, watch it. It's awesome. Yes. Um, so. Less enough is my spirit animal. Yeah. Yes. So here are some great things going on for Valentine's Day. Uh, the zoo will be hosting a Valentine's Day on 213 with food, activities, and some animal encounters. Plus, there's going to be a cash bar, which we all know is awesome. Free bar would be better, but cash bar is fine, too. Yeah. Uh, the cost for this event is $60. And, speaking of Leslie Nope and Parks and, and Recreation. And if you have to have, have bring someone along, please tell them you will not, will or will not be paying for them. Right. Yeah. Make it clear. Make sure that they talk, too. Most women don't mind paying for themselves, but let yeah. us know. But this is a Galentine's Day, though, so you should pay That's for true. yourself. Unless you're treating your ladies. Yeah, yeah. Which, good for you, I'll be your lady. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of Leslie Nova Parks and Recreation, there's going to be a themed Galentine's Day at Righteous Room. Um, they're going to have everything from a Sweetums candy buffet to an appearance by the one and only Lil Sebastian. Woo-woo! Bye! Bye, Bye Lil Sebastian. Sebastian! Yeah! Love Lil Sebastian. And uh, the Bonbonnery is having a celebration as well for $50. You can enjoy a dinner, two cocktails, two cupcakes to decorate with your lady friends. Mm, I love the bon- It's been a while since I've been to the Bonbonnery. I love it. The Macaroon Bar is also hosting an intro to macaroons class from 6 to 9. And then uh, Les Mis is at the Aronoff Center. They have a showing at 7.30 on 2.13. Mm. And Swan Lake is going to be at Music Hall being performed by the Cincinnati Ballet. That starts at 7.30 as well. Good classy for Valentine's Day. Yeah, right? So then we'll go into good old Valentine's Day. So, have you guys ever wanted... I know Megan mentioned this earlier Mm. about wanting to go to White Castles for Valentine's Day. That's like a big thing around here. (laughs) If you want to put a chicken ring on it or you want to tell your partner that you only have fries for them, White Castle (laughs) is having their annual Valentine's dinner from 4 to 9. Reservations can be made on opentable.com. So typically, White Castle is not somewhere you would want to take your date. You go there at 3 a.m., drunk off your ass, and order some chicky rings from the counter. I personally like to go there the day after drinking, like, for some White Castles as breakfast. I don't know. It's my thing. I mean, that's cool, too. You hate your body, clearly. But... <laughs> you don't see many of the cool fights that happen at 3 a.m. at White Castle if you go the next day. You don't. Right. They're going to be offering tableside service. It's going to be all decorated and all that stuff. I've it's always be, wanted to do this. Yeah, it's, it too. sounds like it's pretty cool. People that I know that have done it say it's pretty, pretty My cool. My sister I've done it. Really? Done it before, yeah. That's awesome. Really it, yeah. If you're not into sliders or chicky rings, 
You can spend the night at the Cincinnati Observatory, mm. where they're hosting their Valentine's Night. Romantic. Mm, right? That's cool. Under the stars would be pretty cool. Uh, tables are going to be set up for two, and dinner is going to be provided by Pompilios mm. in Newport. Nice. Um, you'll, ha- you'll enjoy some music, desserts, and drinks before taking a tour of the observer- observatory. That really cool. So it also kind of depends on the weather as well. Yeah. Whether you're going to be able to... That's too cloudy or something, yeah. yeah. The Crone Conservatory is also hosting two events on Valentine's Day. So there's going to wow. be one from 10 to 5. They're hosting Flowers, Chocolate, and Romance. It's kind of an educational exhibit on how chocolate's made. Um, mm. I'm sure you'll probably be tasting some as well. Mm-hmm. And then from 6 to 8, they're going to be hosting Love in Your Backyard, where you're going to learn more about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees. So that sounds like it'd be interesting. That sounds... You think they're going to be handing out free condoms too? (laughs) I mean, I I don't know if they'll have the 110,000. They might. You never know. Winter games, but... And uh, there's also going to be a showing for Les Mis and Swan Lake on 214 as well, and they both start at 8. Hmm. Fun. And a big, big uh, time this year because uh, Valentine's Day is on a Friday, right? Yeah, so, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure stuff's hmm. going pretty quickly. So I if say you haven't made your reservation yet. You probably should get on that. Yeah. I say we double date Valentine's Day, Allison, at the at the White Castle. Let's see what it's about. We always say it sounds cool. Uh, we could do that. I'm gonna be at home. You can come. You can come also. Nope. I'm watching Fight Club. Okay. No, that's okay. With your Chick-fil-A. Or pizza. I haven't decided yet. Okay. We haven't made it clear to the listeners yet, but we did want to do a fact of the day for each of our episodes, and I guess that's the segment that we have arrived at now, isn't it? Yeah. So, since we were talking about the Olympics earlier today, um, fact of of today, what, what day is it? It's January 25th. Well, when this comes out. We're recording. Yeah. Yeah. We are recording on January 25th, so that's correct. Yeah. Um, so on this day, the first Winter Olympic Games were held in France. And that basically brings us to the end of everything we had scheduled to talk about. Um, if anyone listening has any interesting stories they would like us to discuss. Please send us your worst dates. We yes. Clear, we clearly like hearing about yeah, them. We yes. like to hear about your worst dates. Send us the worst dates that you've been on and we may feature it in our second episode if it's bad enough. If there's any cool stories that you'd like to talk about, uh, like us to talk about in the future, let us know. All right, this brings us to the end of our podcast. So if you, if you have any of those great stories, you can go ahead and email us. At queensinthecincy at gmail.com. And that is Cincy with an I. So queensinthecincy. We're also C-I-N-C-I at, at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll put a link too so that you guys can. You can also follow us on Twitter at. Please do. At queensincity on Twitter. Um, definitely send in anything that you'd like us to talk about and please send in your worst dates. We would love to read other terrible experiences. We will try to fun. embody your misery. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Podcast. Be as detailed as possible. Okay, so uh, individually you can tweet me at Sheree Seriously. It's S-H-E-R-I and then Seriously. There'll also be a link to that as well. You can find me on Twitter at Alisante L-I-S-O-N-T-E should put on there me screaming you can follow me on twitter at megan in cincy and that's the normal way of spelling cincy c-i-n-c-y i think the normal way of spelling cincy is <laughs> everyone is does c-i-n-c-y uh, i like at no, megan in cincy please um be sure to follow us though share any cool ideas you have we are signing off all right look to we're gonna try to do these about Bi-weekly, Bi-weekly, right? Yeah. Going yes. forward. So look for us again near the end of February. We're going to shoot for the 26th. Subscribe and you'll see it pop up in your library. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for Thanks. listening. Hope you guys enjoyed everything. Have a good night.